This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Coming up on 5-Minute News. Trump's false announcement of arrest could be linked to a crime. TikTok boss grilled by US lawmakers over security. And calls for hitting US oil firms with homicide charges over climate emissions. It's Friday, March 24. I'm Anthony Davis. Prosecutors in Manhattan on Thursday said Donald Trump misled people to expect he would be arrested this week and prompted fellow Republicans in Congress to interfere with a probe underway into his hush money payment to porn star Stormy Daniels. On Saturday, the former president announced to his supporters he would be arrested on Tuesday in the probe by the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. On Monday, three Republican committee chairmen in the U.S. House of Representatives went on the offensive against District Attorney Alvin Bragg, accusing him of abusing prosecutorial authority and seeking communications, documents and testimony from him. As of Wednesday, a grand jury, hearing evidence in the Stormy Daniels case, had yet to issue an indictment, and on Thursday, Bragg's office sent the committee chairman a letter in response. The letter said the chairman's accusations only came after Donald Trump created a false expectation that he would be arrested the next day, and his lawyers reportedly urged you to intervene. It confirmed that Bragg's office was investigating allegations that Donald Trump engaged in violations of New York State penal law. The response on Thursday from Bragg's office said the three Republican House committee chairmen had sought non-public information about a pending criminal investigation, which is confidential under state law. The grand jury, made up of U.S. citizens residing in Manhattan, convened in January. Its proceedings are not public and prosecutors are barred from discussing them. It was not expected to meet again until next week at the earliest, after media reports said it would not take up the case on Thursday. Michael Cohen, Trump's former personal fixer and lawyer, had said he made the payment to Daniels days before the 2016 presidential election at Trump's discretion. TikTok's chief executive was interrogated by US lawmakers about potential Chinese influence over the platform and said its short videos were damaging children's mental health, reflecting bipartisan concerns over the app's power over Americans. CEO Xiao Zichu's testimony before Congress did little to assuage US worries over TikTok's China-based parent company ByteDance and added fresh momentum to lawmakers' calls to ban the platform nationwide. Over five hours of testimony, Chu repeatedly denied the app shares data or has connections with the Chinese Communist Party and argued the platform was doing everything to ensure safety for its 150 million American users.
Chu said TikTok for more than two years has been building what amounts to a firewall to seal off protected US user data from unauthorized foreign access. But not a single lawmaker offered support for TikTok or sympathy for Chu's reassurances as they deemed his answers on China evasive and aired concerns over the power the app holds over US children. Others accused TikTok of promoting content that encourages eating disorders among children, illegal drug sales, and sexual exploitation. Xu responded to many pointed questions by saying the issues were complex and not unique to TikTok. But critics were not appeased as the company failed to announce any new efforts to safeguard privacy. It's not clear how lawmakers will proceed after the hearing or how quickly they might move to pass legislation to strengthen the Biden administration's legal powers to ban TikTok. As oil companies come under increasing legal scrutiny, they are facing allegations of defrauding investors and racketeering, amongst other lawsuits. But a new paper argues there's another way to hold big oil accountable for climate change trying companies for homicide. The striking legal theory is laid out in a paper accepted for publication in the Harvard Environmental Law Review. In it, the authors argue fossil fuel companies have not simply been lying to the public, they've been killing members of the public at an accelerating rate, and prosecutors should bring that crime to the public's attention. The paper is rooted in part in the growing body of evidence fossil fuel companies knew of the harm their products caused, and misled the public about them. Attorneys general and cities have used that information to sue oil companies for financial damages caused by rising seas, wildfires and heat. But the new paper argues that oil companies' climate research and continued fight to delay climate regulations amount to a culpable mental state that has inflicted harm on people, including death. Fossil fuel companies knew that their products worsened the climate crisis and yet continued to extract oil, gas and coal, which comes extremely close to meeting the definition of murder, though the paper lays out the case for multiple types of homicide charges. The authors go as far as to recommend a particular sentence should fossil fuels be found guilty of homicide, restructuring them as public benefit corporations, similar to what happened with Purdue Pharma as part of its settlement for contributing to the opioid crisis. Doing so, they argue, would allow for rapidly winding down fossil fuel production to reduce further climate harm while ramping up investments in clean energy and protecting workers and communities tied to fossil fuel companies. You can subscribe to the 5-Minute News Patreon for bonus videos, commentary and more. Go to patreon.com slash 5-Minute News. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. As a country, we need these stories more than ever. Stories from Americans who have borne the battle, including 30-year-old remastered interviews with veterans from World War I recounting their time in the trenches of Europe, and with veterans from World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and from our most recent conflicts in Iraq, Afghanistan, and other battlefields Americans may never have heard of. Hear their stories by listening to Warriors in Their Own Words wherever you find podcasts.